Today is May 30th. They're the last podcast of May. Yay! And the Yankees won a series versus the Houston Astros. The Lastros. Someone sincerely called them the Lastros to me the other day, and I was like, mm. oh, come on, come on. We'd be better than that. Anyway, Let's we beat them. Work that into the burn, the Lastros. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. All right, sip of my coffee that I bought at uh, it's 7.25 here. I bought this at noon. Sip of my beer. I'm having a beer, I decided. When did you buy that? I uh, didn't. It was left over <laughs> from we Jess's company moved offices, and there's a couple leftover beers, so snagged them. So You're I'm like the thief. homeless custodian. I'm a thief. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Yanks. Got another fun episode, another win on podcast day. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California. I only have a couple more shows left from Northern California until I head to New Jersey. And I have my co-host, Jake, coming to you from a conference room in his apartment complex in Denver. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? How was your weekend? Happy Memorial Day. Weekend. Didn't we do a Sunday podcast? when we talked about our weekend. Yeah, but Memorial Day is on Monday. So I went to I hang out with my friends who I don't see anymore, played some, played a lot of Can Jam. Can Jam's a fun game. At first it was too close and then it was too easy. You throw a pretty good disc. Oh, I forgot that you're like def, you're like afraid to throw a Frisbee because you don't know how. Not afraid to throw a Frisbee. Okay, that was hyperbolic. In, ult- in Ultimate Frisbee, there's runners and throwers and I was always a runner. I have a bad throw. You're always a runner for life. You can't ride a bike. See, I liked, know what it was when I was growing up throwing a Frisbee? I liked throwing like a good curveball. Like that was an awesome feeling. And then turns out if you want to throw an accurate Frisbee, you don't do that. So I don't have that. I don't have the wrist flick. I forgot how much you dislike like Polish horseshoes and can jam and long games. It's not dislike. Like what? That's not the right word at all. Bad at. Not great at. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. You're bad at them. Yeah. Well, my weekend was good. How was your Memorial Day weekend, your Monday? Monday was all right. I was still in Florida, still tropical storm, just in in a house in Florida. It was it was a little tough. <laughs> but yeah, sounds, I'm back. Sounds home. That sounds bad. To all our Florida listeners. Dude, listeners. I'm like I'm like home for the summer ish. I, oh, I dude! I don't have like plans this summer, so I'll probably come, come to New Jersey. Yeah, I'll probably come to Jersey at some point. Do Yankee stuff. Ask me how. Ask me how my how I am again. I ask this. me. Ask me about my wiener. How are you? <laughs> I feel good, and I like that. And I like that. That's Greg Bird quote after the yeah. game, and I'm stealing good. it for all time. They're like, you got to hit off Verlander. Does it feel better to get a hit off a pitcher of his caliber? And he said, nah, I just feel good, and I like that. So, yeah. Greg, that's now mine. My mom says, how was the flight? I say, it was good, and I liked that. And I like that. <laughs> it's like, how's your meal? Very tasty. 
And I like that. And I like that. That's a good. I really like it. I don't think Greg knew what he did when he said it, but I'm pretty happy that he did it. So what else we got? We got some uh, – it's a good series. Good series. So, this, well, like this kind the, of. This is the second series in a row. Some like peak baseball moments and some like bottoming out baseball moments. It's just like the A's series where when you we were 1.5, we were a game and a half through the series. The A's thought they were going to sweep us. They're like, oh, nice. We got yeah. this locked up. We'll go for the sweep tomorrow. Houston's like, nice. We got this locked up. We'll go for the sweep tomorrow. And the Yankees just kill you on game two and then winning nice like to this game, this uh, Wednesday game. And nice, easy game. We'll get Yan- to it when you burn. The, Yan- the Yankees did a similar thing, whatever series it was. They were they were looking to go up two games to nothing, looking to sweep in the – What Rangers. was it? Yeah, the Rangers series. They were up 4-1 and ended up losing that game 11-4. And then, yeah, baseball, I guess. That's baseball. And burn? I like that. You want to go into – you ready you wanna, for that? Do you want to talk about the Toy Story and Tyler Austin and you some ready stuff for like this? that? Hey, uh, no, I'll burn. I'm, I'm hot. All right, let's burn game one. For new listeners, uh, Jake's going to burn through game one, so we have a little recap. I'm going to have a sip of, sip of my single-track rye pale ale from the Boulder Beer Company first. Not, not sponsored yet. Thinking about it. Who's thinking about it? We're thinking about asking them to sponsor us, or they're thinking about sponsoring us. <laughs> a little bit of both, maybe. A little bit of both. All right. Well, actually, let's, no, no, I'm not ready. You just reminded me of the sponsors. And, yes, this episode is brought to you by Jenny Noel. Nick Moustakis, Sean Corby, Derek Cote or Cote. I'm going to say Cote. That's more fun. Amanda Miller, Molly Tomlinson. Hi, Molly. Christian, Christine, Christine. I was about to say the name Christian. Christine. I thought you said you were just going to do the last person. No, all the people that have subscribed to our Patreon page since last episode. Seven. Oh, episodes. see, I thought there was going to be a game aspect. Like you had to be the last one to sign up before the podcast to get the shout out. No, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave you all. Those are the last people. Those are the people that subscribed to our Patreon page, patreoncom yanks. So thank you to them. You can do that. It's two dollars a month. You get video access, live feed of the the show. You get I don't know. You get a bunch of stuff, and you get your name in a raffle to win a jersey every month. We just picked the winner of this month's raffle, and haven't decided if we're going to announce it on the show or a, a separate video. I I, I decided it's going to be a separate video. Made an executive decision right now. Thank you. Let's go into Jakey's burn. Burn, Jakey, burn, burn, Jakey, burn. You gonna put the music in there? No, nah, I'm waiting for you to like light yourself on fire during that. A burn. Ooh, we'll do that when you come to New Jersey. We'll put you in like a flame suit mm. and then burn you and run into the ocean while you're giving Yankee updates. Everyone on the beach will love it. Yeah, that'll be real treat for me. I guess we'll burn. Yeah. All right. One minute on the clock, on your mark, get set, go. Game one with the New York Yankees hosting the defending World Series champion Astros. Boo! Justin <laughs> Verlander, first team all forearm hair versus Domingo Herman. Domingo on a Monday, but it was Memorial Day, so it's kind of like a Sunday. Don't care. You're probably asking why I'm not talking about the baseball yet, and that's because... Wasn't a pretty game for the Yankees. We got the uh, Didi booted a ball, then they couldn't turn a double play on a chopper. There's a walk, home run to some guy named JD Davis. Who are you? Three nothing Lastros, as we'll call them. RBI single to El Oso Blanco, the White Bear, one of the best nicknames in baseball because he is a White Bear. Evan Gaddis, he makes it four nothing Yankees. 
So what? Verlander, what was that? You said that Evan Gaddis made it four nothing Yankees. So now this whole well, burn is suspect. I was a dreamer. Well, I thought you didn't have a pause button anymore, so go fluff yourself. You suspect. You suspect. Verlander cruising like he normally does, but Greg Bird says, oh, you're going to remember this in October. It's a solo short porch yabo of Verlander, 4-1, bottom seven. Are we coming back? Are the Yankees doing this thing again? And Altuve hits a solo tack on homer off of A.J. Cole World. Can't get enough. His ERA still under one, though. Shout out, A.J. Cole. Final score, 5-1 Yanks. The Yankees, one through three hitters, 0 for 12, 5Ks. Not good. Other notes from the game, Glibber had a couple nice defensive plays after a bad throw earlier. Tommy tight pants with a scoreless ninth. 5-1, Yanks lose. Bad Memorial Day. How about that? The worst. Was kind of a bad Memorial Day. Okay. Domingo Herman. Let's talk about this young fella. Let's talk about him, the young German. Because it's it is like now everyone's saying, well, he did pitch good. He just made that mistake, and defense hurt him because the chopper to Didi gets through, and then he walks a guy. Then he gets some bad calls to go to three one on whoever hit that home run, JD, whatever his name is, yeah, JD um, Davis. So like all the talk now. And it's, they're right. It's logical. He did actually look good. He turned it on at the end and, like, powered through those last couple innings. My whole thing is the defense didn't hurt him, but he walked guys. He went 3-1. and one. And sure, you can say those were bad calls, but they were still – he was pitching different before the home run than after the home run. Yeah, he – you're right. I mean, in a positive spin, it was good to see him kind of get through – the rest of that game because that second inning was kind of the Herman we've been talking about. He has that tough inning. It might not even be necessarily things in his control. Like Didi booted a ball there, but you just kind of see the wheels coming off in that inning, which is a weird thing. And I'm, you know, I say they're going to work on that. Obviously that's something pitchers try to not have bad innings. Yeah. Hot take. But um, yeah, he came in. I mean, the rest of the game after that, he pitched what three, 3.2 innings, he gave up one run. The strikeouts were there. He has great stuff. I mean, it's just a matter of, and I don't know, there's a lot of pitchers out there that have good stuff. It's putting the whole thing together. And here's I, my here's my uh, here's my hot take argument that I don't think is 100% right. If I heard someone else like Michael K show this, I'd say he's just being a hot take artist. So here I go. He comes in versus Houston after Gumby gets out. He's got a lot to prove. He's been in the bullpen. He's a long man. He's sure. fiery. This is Houston. Comes out, pitches really well. Then he finally gets his first start versus the A's. He's fiery right from the get-go. Wants to make a statement. Comes out, six innings, no hits. Everyone now is saying, Herman's good. He's proven it. Next two games, six earned runs, six earned runs. And now this game, it was like he gave up that home run. And then he completely started – he was a new pitcher. He started being aggressive, firing the ball. And it's like, okay, great. You you have the stuff. Now you need you need to come out firing and be aggressive right away because that's when you're good. And it just seems like – I don't like when, when – and it's young and it's a learning curve. So I understand he, he will develop this, like, I hope. But you have to have that from the get-go. You I think mean, he earn, earned another start? I, I mean, why not? I mean, I – you know, I has anyone even mentioned Cole getting starts? I mean, that's been kind of the only other option really roster-wise right now. Does Cole go down when Warren is back soon? 
I don't think Cole can go down. So, but so then neither can Shreve. So you think Holder's going to go down until Shreve or oh, Cole kill themselves? We we talked about this a little last time. We'll we'll see. It's kind of like the Ronald Torres situation potentially. Um, oh, I think that during this podcast they may send Tyler Austin down and bring Toe up. There's a chance. There's a chance, and that's that's the other thing. The Yankees right now, the way how they've solved their roster problem is kind of spinning it series by series. Oh, we brought Clint up for the NL series. Ah, uh, we like Tyler Austin's bat. He's going to stay for a while. Maybe he goes maybe he goes down for Torres. Maybe I I don't know. They're still doing the juggle right now. I think man with what AJ Cole showed them, it it be tough. It'd be a really it'd be an unbrian Cashman move just to release him cuz I think another team would gladly pick him up. So I don't know. It like you mentioned last time, it could be uh, the demise of Chase and Shreve. You could see Holder go down for a little bit to delay. You know, we're we're kind of getting to that if point. If it was you, if it was you, and you had to you had to DFA Shreve or DFA Cole to make room for Warren because you're rewarding Holder for how good he's been. Who are you, Jake Storielli from Denver, getting rid of? So they're From just gone. Kind of well, I mean, you DFM. Probably Shreve. Because um, the chances that someone claims Shreve is less than if someone claims Cole, and you can probably maybe re-sign him. No, I was saying it because you. Pr- it's probably easier to trade Shreve because he's a lefty reliever, and there's a lot of teams out there that would crave that. Where Cole, the other teams would say – you know he's he's banged up goods. We're we'll we'll take him, but like I think you could, they could still trade Chase and Shreve for something. Cole, other teams would be like, we'll just pick him up if we have to. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Well, so, okay. So I think Herman gets another start uh, because of the way he finished and all that stuff. But I'm not in love with what he's showing us. Yeah. I. Again, the the final stat line for this start isn't bad against the Houston Astros. 5.2 innings, 5 hits, 4 runs, 3 earns, 2 walks, 7 Ks. I mean, that's not a bad start. He's got the stuff. He's a young guy. It's, you know, it's like you've mentioned with young pitchers a lot. It doesn't normally happen that easily for them. So, either way, I've got no qualms with it. It's kind of like Hicks, Hicks to me. Like uh, I've had a really weird week with Hicks. We'll get into that later. But it's kind of like I know that Herman's showing signs of being good, and I know that he also just frustrates me, and I don't enjoy watching him pitch that much. Yeah, I mean, you're you're likely going to see him in a long relief, not in a Chad Green role from last year, but, you know, it, if things start turning into playoff baseball a little bit more down the stretch, you could see him being the the two three inning guy, and you know if a Sunny Gray has to come out in the third or CC or something like that. So something to watch. All right, something else to watch for. Did you see what your thoughts on Birdie's home run? Eleven at bats it took him to hit a home run. It was nice, a little short <laughs> portrait off Verlander, a little curveball. Verlander did leave it in the middle of the plate. Must have, and he. He must have felt good because he liked that. Um, yeah. What about I, this? What I about don't. I, here's what was that? 
Rob Verlander's bald spot. Yeah, I, he's an old guy. Did you see it? Yeah. Hair's crazy. He all that hair goes to his forearm now. <laughs> he's a really hairy guy. I uh, do we want to have a Greg Bird Tyler Austin sesh right now? Do do we have the heart for that? Do we want to save that? Uh, no, we can. I mean, I, Tyler Austin Cash, Cashman said we kept Tyler Austin for the Keuchel game. We want him to get at bats versus Keuchel. He looked terrible versus Keuchel. Bird looks good. They they like Bird. Like I don't know how many times I had to try and tell people that. Like he went to the three. He went to the third spot in the order after two games being back. Or three games maybe. Yeah. He's hitting pretty well. How many hits did he have this series? He was doo, 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 doo. three for five in two games with a home run, like a do- two doubles, a single. Yeah. They like Bird. Tyler Austin doesn't have a place on this team. So we we had a talk Sunday night saying, you know, does Tyler Austin have a spot as a righty bat? The Red Sox have a bunch of lefties. Is he going to be a guy? Keuchel is a lefty. Whoa, hot take. Keuchel is a matchup nightmare for Tyler Austin because he doesn't make mistakes. He throws it. 90 to 80, 90 to 78 with his off-speed stuff. He nibbles at the corners, but in like a tasteful way. Like he's going to throw strikes. He has late movement. And that just exposes Tyler Austin. We've been saying this for a couple weeks now. Tyler Austin is a good bad ball hitter, which is his great. Heat, his, his heat map is it's like laughable. A, it's like a cross. Yeah, literally. Eddie, if you're middle, anything middle, <laughs> he's got a chance at it. He had, he had one pitch today that was a mistake from Keuchel that he couldn't handle. There was an inside fastball he had a chance at. But besides that, he didn't have a chance at all. He's, he's a good bad ball hitter. You can make a career out of that. A lot of guys do. But those guys also get exposed against the better players. And we saw that today with a golden sombrero against Keuchel and uh, the other guy they brought in to relieve him. Um, McHugh. Former starter. McHugh. Colin McHugh. And I think on the opposite of Opposite side of that argument, Greg Bird hit a home run off of Justin Verlander. So, I mean, if if you've still got your blinders on, take them off. I think, and this is a very obnoxious take, but keeping Tyler Austin for Keiko, that's kind of a tough look. I, well, I mean, they, they almost, ex- this is hindsight goes. being 2020, but he got exposed a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's the first base spiel. It's Bird's spot. I mean, you can yeah. say he's injury prone. Okay, well, then Tyler will come back up. But as long as Bird's healthy, it's his spot. And Disco Neal can take a couple righty swings if you want. I would I would have loved to see Neal Walker in against Keiko. I mean, this is – they're almost opposites, I feel like. Like, I picture Ty- Neal Walker not necessarily just getting easy base hits against Dallas Keiko. That's not what I'm saying, but – He's, you know, that little change up away that Keiko throws and the cutter in. Neil Walker would put together good at bats against that where Tyler Austin looked lost. So nice. Wow. You love Tyler Austin. Oh, like Don LaGreca. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Tyler Austin. He's a mistake hitter. He's going to be an NLL star 2020. I love the Nick Swisher comparison for Tyler Austin. Yeah. That's pretty good. A couple meatheads. Yeah. Okay. So what okay. else was from this game? Nothing. Game one. Good. It was nice to see Kane Lee bounce back and have a good little outing. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's going to be interesting the rest of the season if we see Verlander and I mean, playoff time. It's just you see the whole mindset of the team change. I I'd, I'd say the 
if you want to take a win away, was A, Canely pitching a scoreless ninth. And Verlander only had five strikeouts in 6.2 innings. So the Yanks were putting at bats together. Take um, that, Verlander. No walks the whole game, which I, I, you and me like giving Verlander compliments because he's really good and people don't like that, which is kind of stupid. Dude, he is I, – I pinpointed something he's, I think, the best I've ever seen at. What's that? When he's behind an account, he just does not give a shit. He's just no. coming. He's just coming right at you, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, but yet like, he's insecure about his bald spot. It's bizarre. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Let's move on to game two. You game two. Ready to burn game two. I'm ready to burn. I don't think this one's going to be a minute. But do you want me to start ranking your burns? Like the three or four that come that episode. Yeah. Like no. Like last burn was a three stars out of five stars. Oh, oh, so they're not compared against each other. Yeah, if you want, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Time on the clock. On your mark. Get set. Go. Game two, CC Sabathia versus the Morton Fisherman, Charlie Morton. If you like defense, start drinking the booze. Five errors for the Yanks. <laughs> the big man in trouble in the first. Another very large man doubles up a very small man at first to get out of a jam in the first. Brett Gardner says, hey, Charlie Morton, what the five fingers say to the face? Slap, lead off, Yabo. One nothing, Yanks. El Oso Blanco strikes again. Catch a CC for a solo shot. We're tied at ones. Glaber Torres, remember that name, with a Jatorian RBI single. Slapped it, Oppo, inside out. 2-1 Yanks, bottom two. Marwin, I don't have a real first name either. Glaber Gonzalez with a two-run <laughs> double in the fourth. 3-2 Strohs. Top five. Racism is still alive. Yuli Gurriel, RBI single. Gaddis with a sack fly. It's 5-2 Astros. And it's bad time at the stadium. Judge hits a casual second deck line drive opposite field solo shot. 5-3, bottom five. And it would stay that way until the ninth. And it's a guardy party, baby. Two-run homer. He points out to the bleacher creatures, I'm not dead yet. Top nine, Yankees pull the rope-a-dope pass ball trick. Chappie throws one, 102 off the backstop. Right back to El Gary. Pegs Tony Kemp out at third. Move Gary to first. Shut your butt. Bottom <laughs> 10. Two out rally. Andujar double. Then the prodigal son. Glaber Torres has another magic moment, if you will. Single falls in front of George Springer. Why didn't you die for the ball? Don't care. Yankees win 6-5. <laughs> That's five stars, baby. <laughs> okay okay five stars five stars you earned it you earned it what a, what an ending hey the burn matched the game got much better as it went finished like strong that? you like that shit <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that is the best celebratory line Whew. Yeah. you like that shit sweating <laughs> um i don't even know where to fucking go man that'll Let's, be a good one for the viewers i got I was locked in for a while there. Let's talk about Brett Gardner. Did you see the video I posted today on May 3rd on this very podcast? I told everyone Brett Gardner has earned to not have people call for him to be out after one month because he always is streaky. Did you see his May, dude? He's got like a 1.01 yeah. OPS. He hit the start of the game with a home run. That Glaber gets a lot of credit for the walk-off, right? Like yeah. Obviously, great job by Glaber there. 
what Gardner did is much more impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, coming up in the ninth, not being a home run hitter and just saying, I got this and putting one over the wall to tie it. He's done that a couple times. I mean, it's, know, I the, like when he gets gritty and angry, obviously. No one likes a happy Brett Gardner. It always cracks me up talking about when guys talk about how other guys look in batting practice because it's like you can really take that with a grain of salt. Like I'm sure Giancarlo looks great every batting practice. But they said Gardy's batting practices, he was showing power. And there's there was two things, and I had to play your bad cop a little bit because you had to be a little concerned about Brett, and that's fine. Um, I was more concerned about how he's been against lefties, like everyone was screaming about. And the thing that bothered me a little bit were his power numbers. I mean, this guy put up, what was it, 20 home runs last year, something like that, a career high. And I think he was pitching a shutout until early May, mid-May. So it, it's good to see that a little bit. Again, we we have talked about how that's not a huge – we just want to see him on base for the Giants behind him. Yeah, big big month of May for Gardy. It was good to see him. He had an outfield assist in the first game, I believe. He threw a guy out of third. It, it was good to see this month from Gardy because if this was a bad month, I mean, can you imagine the Clint Frazier people? Holy smokes. The Clint Frazier people need to shut the fuck up. And Boone mm-hmm. even basically told him that in his press conference. We can get to that later. Yeah. We'll talk about Clint now. It naturally came up. We can go into it. Yeah, let's do it. There's a snake in my boot. Loved it. Was someone poisoned the watering hole? Just if you don't know, Clint Frazier just tweeted out a gif of Woody from Toy Story coming out of a box and like tipping his hat. Wait, did you actually think there was like Texas trade implications involved or something like that? No, because that just never crossed my mind. No, I made the that I made it a joke. Oh, okay. That it was. I couldn't. I didn't know. Come on, man! I didn't actually think that. I just woke up from a nap, and that's what I woke up to. So I said that, oh, confirmed. He's traded to Texas because he tweeted out a cowboy. It would be hilarious if it was. And then Tyler Wade tweeted back another Buzz Lightyear That was great. And I was like, they're both going. That was fantastic. I I mean, someone DM'd me, and they're like, hey, do you you really, like, dislike Clint, or do you just like making fun of him? I was like, I don't dislike Clint. I just think he's really, really bad at social media. He was on a different podcast, Riding the Rails, is a AAA podcast up with the Yankees, and he was like a normal kid. He was like, yeah, like pretty professional, great answers. He just he runs one of the worst Twitter accounts in professional sports. He, I, I just saw the play-by-play happen yeah. in my head. Booney says the quote about Hicks, how Hicks is a great. We have a great center fielder, and Clint Frazier's not that, or something along those he said, lines. He said Hicks is a real center fielder. Hicks is a real is center fielder. Yeah, which is, which, which is true in a shot across about. And you and me are going to have a good Hicks talk later because I've recently changed my opinion on Hicks too. Not fully, but we'll get there. But it was you could just see Clint. I I could see the whole thought process in his brain. Like, okay, Booney said I'm not a center fielder. You know what? Maybe he's right. I do have to put in time now. How am I going to tweet this and depict it? Because the PR lady told me not to say anything responsive on Twitter. I know what people love Toy Story. I'll do a little Woody. Oh, yeah, I got you, Skip. You're going to see a center fielder pretty soon, bud. And it's like, Clint, ah, you, you mean well. You really do. And he is, he is raking at AAA. We'll, we give him credit. He's, he's doing everything he can to get back on the big club. 
Um, right now there's not a spot for him. Would you uh, – shot out of a cannon. If, if they did Clint Frazier for Tyler Austin, would you be mad in any way? No. Okay, right. That's that's the thing. I mean, that last roster spot right now is kind of, what are you going to do for me? No, I wouldn't be mad. But I, I think that our offense is fine. Like, Hicks may not be hitting the ball like crazy, but that's not like what – that's not – that's not the biggest part of what Hicks does for this team. He's got really good defense, and he takes a lot of pitches from both sides of the plate. So, yes, would Clint Frazier's offense, would he have more hits? Yeah. Does that help the team overall? I don't think so because his defense is much – people act like it's it's um, selective memory. Clint's defense was so shitty last year. Yeah. It was so suspect. Yes, suspect. Yes, and. Suspect. Every time he got the ball, he just like shook his hands like Tommy Canely and then overthrew the base when he was trying to throw it yeah. to. And right now our outfielders are phenomenal at throwing out runners. He took the weirdest routes and then at the last second always had to lunge. I haven't seen his defense in AAA, so I don't know if it's improved. But it's not like, oh, it was like tolerable. Like, no, it was bad defense last year. I do remember on this very podcast, I think I said I made a montage of all his defensive snafu, snafus. Yeah. And I decided not to tweet it because I didn't want to throw that negative energy into the – and I just deleted it. But so I went through all his defense and I did all the lowlights. And it was a lot. He was bad. So, yeah. So Hicks is very good. Teams don't even run. So, I mean, would I be shocked if they brought Clint up to be the fourth outfielder? No. Would I be mad about it? No. Do I think that Hicks helps us as a team more right now, even without the hits? Yes. Yeah. And I – um. I don't know. Do we do we have any more clothing clothing <laughs> closing thoughts on <laughs> Clint? Because I I don't think I do. He's he's raking in AAA. I give him all the credit in the world. He's if you're in the minor leagues, there if if you pout and you make a scene and Clint Frazier's talking about how he hit walk off homers last year and he's not putting up numbers, then that's a bad look. Hey, he's down there absolutely raking and giving his supporters a reason or a, a reason to support him. So. Good, I texted you this as the last note. I was watching um, Path to Pinstripes, which is pretty cool doc reality series on like, the AAA guys. The worst narrator I've ever heard narrate a show in my life. He sounds like Kermit the Frog trying to do a 50s detective like true crime. I like that. The pal. No, I can't even do it. It's bad. Yeah. Anyway, Clint Frazier got player of the game. Mm, and one Clint of the Frazier here. One of the bullpen guys gives out the belt for player of the game. Right. And when he gave it to Clint, he's like, player of the game. MLB rehab, Clint Frazier, and it's like, ooh, no, though. He's just a triple-A player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why are they acting like that? Yeah, that's how you get by. Yeah. But it, it like, do they need to feed his ego by saying that? Why do? Why was that said? It weirded me out. I was like, what? Maybe they think he's going to be a great. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Game two. Hicks. Should we save what the Hicks thought? The, so the the only big the big thing I've changed about Hicks I still don't love his approach at the plate. No, it's garbage. Did you so, see my hot take that I that's like super hot take? I don't think he's got good. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's got good pitch recognition. I just think he doesn't swing. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of that. Like if I went up there and just took like four pitches right away, they'd be like, "Oh, great eye!" And I'd be like, "Oh no." No. I just wasn't going to swing. Was no not swinging. Wasn't swinging no matter what. Like that's 
I know it's like, a, I'd say it half as a joke and half like. <laughs> so, so I thought I was only going to say nice things. Now you've got me backed into a mean thing because he is a guest hitter. <laughs> the, the, the thing that, the thing that makes me mad about it is he does guess off speed pitches, which yeah, he's a guest hitter, but off speed pitches are so good nowadays that like, even if you guess them, it, it like not a good thing. Like if, if you guess Justin Verlander curve, <laughs> knock your socks off, dude. He's like, hey, uh, fucking guess that Verlander. Verlander. Yeah. Like, Aha! <laughs> you didn't hit it. Yeah, so I no, don't but know. I guessed it. Guess the hell out of it. So there's that. So now I'm back to bashing Hicks. So I thought about his defense because I've kept it as a partial knock against him that he hasn't taken bad – he takes he doesn't take great routes, which hasn't really affected the Yanks this year. I not, Nothing jumps out in my head as, like, really bad moments. And then I thought back to I thought back to my playing days, Jim. So this is how you know it's good. And I thought when you're a hitter and you're looking at fielders, you're looking out at guys and saying, you know, why are they creeping in on me? Why are they? <laughs> why can you guys please back up? Why are you bringing in one of the outfielders to play infield? Um, no, I was you. You look at guys and you're like, if I hit a good ball at them. Like in your head, you say instantly, like, oh, I don't want to hit it at that guy, or I do want to hit it. Like, I'm okay hitting it at that guy. And Aaron Hicks isn't a guy I want to hit it at. So, and that's, <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's a stance that I didn't have fully thought out in my head before. But he's, he covers ground out there. He does his, his job. And yeah, I don't know. I, it, the approach is still tough, but. We're we're caught in the middle because we have guys like uh, Adam, who's been on the show, and uh, some other talking Yanks writers who like him and like believe that he is like a plus player. And then I I think he's not a plus. I think he is like he 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 does his job for the Yankees fine, but I don't think he's ever gonna like carry the Yankees at all ever. Right. And then there's the people that you know fuck Hicks, he sucks. Trading for Clint and like we're caught in the middle. Like no, Clint uh, Hicks is better for this team right now than Clint, but also he's not like the best ever. So we're in the weird spot with Hicks. Yeah. All right. Speaking of guessing curveballs, when when Bird hit that Verlander thing in his post in his uh post game, someone asked him like, were you looking for the curve? Do you go up there looking for that pitch? And he said, gotta respect that fastball. Yeah. So he's, Bird he's a hitter. A, he's a hitter. You re- some like someone told me like everyone's a guest hitter now. No one just reacts to curves. I was like absolutely not. Watch Labor Torres hit. Watch yeah. like a lot of players sit fastball and react because they're good hitters. Yeah, they don't have to cheat the system. Stan's a little guessy sometimes, but dude, Stan, what is up with Stan? Yeah, we we can't. Let's okay. okay let's get game go. three out. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't even finish game two, man. They had a walk off. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> All right, cool. The walk up. Let's move. The, we'll get. <laughs> we'll go through it with awards. Glaber. Glaber, man. Glaber and Andor. And Andor. He got, he drew a walk yeah. before Gardner, and then he got the double. Uh, we'll get into everything else in awards. Maybe go. Dude, a lot of different feelings about a lot of guys. We'll <clears> talk <throat> about it after game three. Someone tweeted, "Rookies are confusing." After that game two, and it was like, "Yes, good yeah. way to put it." Bingo. All right, fake clock on your mark, get set, go. Game three, the rubber match. Sevy versus Keichel. Be careful how you say that name. Stanton, sack fly in the first, and that would be enough for Sevy. At least the Yankees played that way. Sevy was perfect through three. Another quiet 
Sevy game that was one nothing until backup catcher Max Stassi catches a 99 mile per hour fastball to center, 423 feet, and just like that, it's 2-1 H down top five. But the Yankees respond as Romine fought for the best backup catcher in the game award. Yankees load the bases. <laughs> Yankees load the bases as Keuchel showed he wanted no part of Stan, which was kind of cool. L. Gary beats the shift, slapping one through the right side. 3-2 Yankees. Bench Gary, he's hitting 200. Why are you still talking? Bottom six, Yankees tack on a couple insurance runs with a DD single and in his best at bat in a month. Hicks sneaks a double in there, scoring atomic element number 35, Austin Bromine. 5-2 Yankees. Sevy gets out of a jam and shows some emotion. Robertson strikes a guy out and shows some emotion. They get a runoff of Chapman. Don't care. Yankees win 5-2 and win the series. Boom, 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 boom. We didn't even talk about that Chapman play in game two with Gary. And talk about that, yeah. Is that is that not the like Gary Sanchez turning around and having that ball be right there? Anything better in the world than that for Gary? No. That's like a uh like that could have been in like a, a major league movie or something like yeah. that. Like drop 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 the play. Coach, That's I can't what throw, I said. Coach, I can't I can't throw a strike right now. All right. You're gonna throw it as high as you can off the backstop. Be ready back there. Thorn. <laughs> crazy play. I mean, I don't know what you say. Crazy play. Awesome play. Crazy so, play. If you haven't seen talk, it, see it. See it. Go see it. Now we've talked about it. Talked about it. Will were you a little happy for Stassi? Um, like kind of. I just picture in like 20 years, maybe even seven, like I hit a home run off Luis Severino kids. Gets the iPad out, pulls it up, shows them. They're like, Dad, that was you? Well, dude, here's the thing. Awesome. He, he like in October, he could be the starting catcher. <laughs> He's 27. In 85 at bats this year, he's hitting 294, four homers, 14 RBIs, 362. Might be five homers now. I don't know if this page is up to date. Like, he's kind of their catcher. I, I mean, I'm not putting him ahead of McCann Gaddis. They've kind of got a whole thing going there, but. I don't get it. Gaddis, batting stance. I love Gaddis. His story is so cool. Janitor, worked all his jobs, all that. stuff. So he really looks like if you gave a caveman a baseball bat and told him to hit something. When he was doing his wide-ass stance. And Sevy just blew like Sevy just blew a 99 mile hour fastball right by him, like high. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, man, you're in the widest stance known to man. You're not gonna catch up to that. It's basically yeah. like that stance that he does is a feed me curveball stance, please. Gaddis was the original. Wait, I'm a giant. As long as I put the barrel on the bat, it's gonna go. So that's mm-hmm. kind of his approach at the plate. That was Chris Carter's too. No, 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 no. His goal was not to put the barrel on the bat. His goal was to hit a home run. Very different. I hear you. Very different. You think Chris Carter's goal was to put the barrel of the bat on the baseball? I think Chris Carter thought, just make contact and 40 40 of them will go over the fence throughout the course of the year and hopefully – Everything in between isn't bad enough to get me cut, and it was bad enough to get him cut. He was kind of the reverse Aaron Hicks. He was like, I'm going to swing 
at three pitches. I'm going to swing right down the middle. <laughs> three pitches. <laughs> that duty so was. If, if I swing, so let's do the math. If I swing 12 times a game and do that over 160 games, I'm due to catch at least 40 down the pipe. Yeah, and whatever happens in between, hopefully they don't they don't get so upset about it. When he was with the Brewers and they were rebuilding, they didn't care. They're like, sure, Carter, <laughs> go do whatever out, you dude. want. He led the league in homers and then like was garbage in between. The Yankees they didn't realize how bad the in between yeah. was. <laughs> They're like, oh, we don't want this. Another ALNL comparison for Tyler Austin, though. This was a nice game. This third game, right? Like, just we didn't hit a home run. Uh, Gary came through with the bases loaded. He's looked bad for a week. That was uh, the at bat hey, of the game. That was the at bat of the game. Can we allow like week long slumps when the team is winning, Jake? Is that a thing that fans can allow? Yeah, let's, dude. We're we're full circle in the diamond today. So let's let's cross off what we've crossed off. We talked first base. That's done. We don't need to talk Glibber. He's a fucking stud, dude. Maybe we. Well, don't. we can do this in awards too. Well, I'll circle the wagons real quick. Oh, uh, Didi, Slump, everyone kind of knows that. No, he's hot as fuck right now. Well, he's coming back. He's coming back. Um, he's super hot, dude. I touched him. Oh, he's so hot. Um, all right, so catcher, Gary. Well, Romine gets a start today. Shot, claps for Romine, and he had a good start. Hit, walk, two runs. Dude, oh, so I know Roman. you're Gary's, Gary's biggest fan. Fair. Thank you. So he was in another slump. Baseball slumps happen. People need to get that through their head. Fair. I will say he's he's getting a little first pitch happy for me. And I again, when you start getting into a batter's head, and next game Gary could hit the first two pitches out, and I look like a total hullabaloo. What? Um, that but means like a loud. That means like a loud noise and celebra celebration. So you used it incorrectly. Like there's a hullabaloo well, down no, the street. The fans are celebrating for him. So so he he looks like a celebration, a hullabaloo. The fans are celebrating. Anyways, okay. So he came up against Verlander. The Yankees were putting a rally together in the sixth, I believe, and Verlander was at 91 pitches. Ooh, take that memory. Um, <laughs> and Gary Gary came up, and it was a first pitch, like, fastball away on the corner, and he's really been struggling with that pitch. And I'm hoping it comes around, and I'm hoping this slapper gets him going because note it was earlier this season, he caught a couple outside fastballs and pulled them because he's got the strength. If he connects with a fastball, he can hit it out anywhere. But he was he pulled a couple, and they were those those high arcing home runs that he was hitting to start the year, mm -hmm. and he's still been trying to do that, and it's it's not an effective approach. There's too much extension for his stride. Now I'm talking hitting about Gary Sanchez, so I'm really the asshole. But that's what was frustrating the people, and I saw it in a few at bats. There was a couple ugly ones, but I I truly think, and this is a no risk no reward take, really, but. That little dribbler through the right side, I think, is going to get Gary just in fuego right now. I think him, him and Didi are about to pick up to just just get going and carry the team for about a week. Well, we have the Orioles coming up, so it should be easy. Orioles. So people like I don't think I get DMs about Gary, and people just like bring them to me, like and just say Gary's trash. Right. Gary's having Gary's having a bad year, but it's crazy that casual fans like legitimately think that did you see the stats i put out there he's yeah. leading all of mlb catchers in home runs by three 
He's leading all MLB catchers in RBIs by three. He's leading all MLB catchers in runs scored by five. He's, what is he? Um, let me find the, uh, he was like fourth in OPS out of all 30 catchers. <laughs> like, what does, like, the average is low. I mean, it'll get up there. He started, no. he's not bad, but it, it, he, a week slump, like, Didi slumped for a fucking month, man. Yeah. And Gary got more hate after a week. Right. Well, that's because, I mean, Didi had a giant month to protect himself, which Gary didn't. Gary also started the year with a huge slump. The other thing, so expectations, you know, is one of my favorite words. You go into a movie, you think it's going to suck, and it's good. You're like, wow, that was awesome. You go into a movie, you think it's going to be good, and it's okay. You're like, ah, that movie kind of sucked. Expectation. Gary, and this is kind of a Sonny Gray effect, too, and I think it was wishful thinking expectations. I was saying it. We heard a couple people at spring training say it. We, people, people were saying, hey, hey, Sonny could be the best pitcher on the team this year, which was a little wishful thinking. We were hoping that was the case. With Gary Sanchez, a lot of people were still doing that take. Hey, I think Gary might be the best hitter on the team. Gary might hit 320 this year. And he's not doing that, which – when you put that against the expectation, it still hurts. And to be fair, you know, like Gary's the best hitting catcher in the game, not a debate or anything. He, st he still might be, even though he hasn't been playing well, but he is still playing under what he's capable of. So people are going to be critical of that. So they just like know. to hate him. People like to hate Gary. And you're, you're the Gary and the bird guy. So if they're doing something bad, they're going to come at you. No, man. It's like new followers who don't know that about me. They just want to talk Yanks, and they just like expect me to be like, "Yeah, he was fucking bad." And it's like, no, dude, use your brain. No. Yeah, think about it for more than a second. Think about it for more than a second. Think about his numbers for more than batting average. Yeah, Sevy's good. Sevy's so good, man. Uh, yeah. Coney said on the pregame like he was interested to see if if Sevy was going to come out with like a, a more intense mode, like a bulldog mode, because it's the Astros, and he did. He's just mowing people yeah. down. He's awesome, and it is. We gotta get into awards. Yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot. Yeah, let's 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 go. And you know, I'll pick up, well, yeah, get get some awards. ads in there. You gonna say an ad or something? Yeah, awards brought to you by affordablejerseys Do they put the names on the back? No. I hate that. Okay. Yeah, no, they don't put the names on the back. You don't want to be a a, a noob, a shoeby, walking around the beach with your shoes, shoes on. on. And a, a look, that's the equivalent, right? Shoes on at the beach, Yank name on the back of the jersey at the stadium. Everyone when I was, was, in, looking, at, when I was looking at you thinking, oh, what a noob. When I was in Florida, that was one of the first things asked of me because I was wearing shoes. And they were like, you brought sandals, right? I was like, yeah, I'm not a shooby. Shooby? Shooby do. But I don't they're affordable jerseys. I just get my summer feet going. I burn the shit out of them the first two days, and then I don't feel anything the rest of the time. Talking feet. Go to affordable jerseys. Get a Glaber jersey. Glaber. All right. If you like taking pictures, get a Hicks jersey. <laughs> All right. Uh, awards. You get to go first. Congrats. I'm going first, go first. And I was going to segue it, but we did uh, We did an ad. Uh, I'm John Boy. Sign up on Patreon. No, seriously. We appreciate it. But first award, my Pride of the Yankees. If you're new to the show, Pride of the Yankees is pretty self-explanatory. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. My proud of the Yankees is Luis Severino, and I'll tell you why, Jim. He's a fucking ace. <laughs> I, 
I thought about giving him a, a recurring award, the I don't get enough award awards, but I just I just made him my pride, man. Seven innings pitch, 11 Ks, one walk. Uh, you could see there was a little extra bulldog kind of telling these Astros, like, cool, you got Verlander, but I'm I'm over here. So fuck fucks with me. <laughs> he's he's a stud, man. He's he's around a hundred. His sliders one of the best in the game. He he dropped a nasty little changeup on Correa in a big at bat. That was nice. Man, he uh this is this is such a ESPN bad take, but that you know what was one of the best things for him, Jim? That wild card where he got lit up in the first inning. Because that that put him right back on the right track. Well, he was still a stud then. He's a stud now. The the thing that's gonna be, man, if him and if him and Verlander get matched up for three playoff games later this year, that's going to be nutso. Awesome. All right. Because it's, hear, little, it's, it's, that, runs. it's that feeling of literally blood in the water. Like you saw with the Astros when they got that two-run homer, they were like, whoa, we got a dude on base. Let's get something. Like we need to get something here. And the Yankees have the same mentality when Verlander's on the mound. Yeah. All right. His earned runs, game log right now, zero two five. Zero one three zero two one three one two. That's very impressive. Very good. Two points something here. So good, good pride of the Yankees. I didn't want to do this. Jake and I had a little pre-show meeting because I couldn't figure out a pride. This was a very oh, you figured it out. This was a very team series. Like like game three. How many people had RBIs? One, two, three, four, five different people had RBIs. So it was a good team win, but. I, ha- I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to double down, but I'm doubling down. It's Got Brett him. Gardner. Got it. He opens up with a home run off um, Morton, who, you know, it's Verlander, Morton, Keuchel. You don't expect Morton to be like Morton, Morton, oh, my God, Morton. But he, his stats say. <laughs> yes, we his like, stats oh, say that. That's like, oh, my God, Morton. Opens up with a homer, and then that game-tying nine, ninth-inning home run, that is just like Brett just dragging his balls around the field, just like mm-hmm. I am the old grumpy man here. Don't worry, kids. I will save the day for you. This is my time. You don't even need to do – the grounds crew doesn't need to do the YMCA thing. I'll just rake the infield with my balls. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we'll see how June does, but a good May. So I would would bet a decent June as well. Seems to be finding the stroke. A couple home runs down the last couple games. So Brett Gardner's my pride of the Yankees. He also had four hits on the series – 444 on base percentage, two home runs, three RBIs, two runs scored, and he didn't even get to play the next day. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. World-class defense too, Jim. I hate talking about the lineup before the lineup's posted, Jake. People like doing that on Twitter, and that's fine. I just think it's all for naught in the end. Like, we okay, we just talked about this for so long, and now the lineup comes out and, like, nothing matters. I like post-lineup talk. Oh, why did they do this? What are they thinking? What's their thought process? Is then you you know you have substance to grasp too. I don't like pre lineup talk, but I got into it before this third game because I wanted to know how they're going to play Austin. So does that mean Bird sits and Gardner gets to stay, or does it mean Gardner sits and Bird gets to stay? Turned out neither of them got to stay. Romine got to come into the game, so it was all for naught. So the one time I dive into pre lineup talk, it's all for naught, and it's exactly why I hate it. It's a weird lineup, but we got the win, so whatever. All right. Who's your Yankee motherfucker? You Yankee motherfucker. You know what, man? We we barely mentioned him. I'm going to band-aid it. I'm not proud of this. I'm going to give it to CeCe just because he he looks so great in April. Five errors, man. 
I know, I know. And it it ended up it ended up he gave up three earned run in five. But I it's just in comparison. We gave CC a ton of love. He had the lowest exit velo. We were screaming about that. He looked so good early on this year. His past couple starts, he hasn't really been there. Um, you know, we made a couple barbecue road trip jokes. Um, you gonna you gonna ask uh, Ryan Rucco about those barbecue? Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. Where? We wow, have we have Jim. To- wow. <laughs> that was very casual. We have Ryan Rucco coming on the show next episode. Uh, wow. To talk to talk about his road trip with the Yankees. You gonna ask Spoiler. him like, hey, he had too much barbecue, and that's why he pitched pretty bad those two games. You gonna ask him that? I'm not gonna phrase it like that. No. But there's there's a spoiler. So yeah, it's he, he looked so great, and then we had we he's come in. His starts have been after losses, which was his thing last year, which gets you even a little more excited. And he he hasn't fully been there. So we we love you, CC. It, it's it's in comparison. He's he, he looked he looked know, so good earlier this year. That slider was vicious, and now it looks a little flat. The errors hurt. Five errors is a lot, and one yeah. one was on him, and like he just turned around and fired it to Bird. And if, if you if you didn't watch that play and laugh, like I know it hurt us, and it was like a bad play. But come on, a yeah. pitcher just turning around, especially CC, who never feels his position, yeah. and just like firing a ball Hello. as hard as he can. Bird's like, come on, man. Also, all time the internet just will never understand jokes ever. I tweeted right. that out, and I was like, come on, Bird. And people are like, you really think that? No, I no. don't. <laughs> no, because it's no. a crazy thing. All right, that's fine for uh, your motherfucker BCC. But it's kind of me. Yeah, it it feels like tough. Like it feels like I'm saying like calling my dad an MF Um, I haven't decided who mine's gonna be. Oh, I do know who it's gonna be. Tyler Austin. Yeah, they that kept, was the only other option. And they kept you around, man. They they were like, hey, when we we kept him for this Keiko at bat, and you looked like she, not only did you not do anything, you looked very bad in the process. You won't give one percent of it to Brian Cashman for keeping him on the roster. Yeah, well, whoever made it. Yeah, no, I will. Brian Cashman gets one percent. Wow. Will Jimmy will wants keep, to fire Brian Cashman. Will keeps track of the awards for us. He's the best. Someone said we should give him pride of the Yankees. I don't think he's on the Yankees. Otherwise, I would. Otherwise, yeah. I would. Otherwise, we would. Uh, Will keeps track of the awards for us, and he's best. Will, 1% Brian Cashman, 99% Tyler Austin. Wow. Hot take. Let's go into regular, 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 regular awards. Normal awards. Extra awards. Excess awards. Miscellaneous awards. What are they called in the yearbook? Uh, Superlatives. 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 What did you say again? Accumulatives. Accumulatives. Let's give out some accumulatives. Let's do some real quick. Best hair on the Yankees. Who's your choice? Best hair on the Yankees? Yeah. Ooh. Real quick, dude. I wasn't prepared for this. Brett Gardner. <laughs> gotcha. You got I would that. go great. I would go Bird. He's got a nice watch. I was leaning Bird, too. All right. Who's your award? Do you want to go first? Do you know I'm going to go first, and I'm going to take a guy that you want to give award to, but I want to give him an award, and I think I can word it better than you, and it's the – you got my heart for now award and it's going to Miguel Andujar. I, I've been a big Drury supporter. Drury stats um, were better than Andujar's while people were still going nuts for him, man. He plays a solid third. He's got that vicious bat when it's in the zone and he connects. He's, he's an extra base machine. I saw his stats today. He was hitting some like two ninety three. I know it would, 
your anti batting average now, but his his besides OBP, his other numbers are there pretty good. Although the well, his, were, his slugging is so high that it's right. actually it, it 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 levels out. But dude, Andor has been great. He needs yeah. to walk more. And everyone, they're the most sensitive fans in the world. The people that like like stick up for Andor like he's their kid brother. He's awesome. He's an MLB player. But if I tweet out he's got five walks on the season now six. He needs to walk more. They act like, oh, he, he, oh, oh, oh. I know. But you know, but you know what? Good. It's not like he hasn't been working the count. He had some pretty good at bats today, even though he was 0 for 4. He's been getting into some counts. And he's... Did you see that stat on first pitch? Mm-mm. So on first pitches, 69% of the time, it's a strike to Andor. Oh, which, yes, yes, yes. Which is top five in the league. And 36% of the time, the pitch isn't in the strike zone, which is like the lowest in the league. So he's giving away a ton of free strikes on first pitch just by swing. He's yeah. young. He, this will be corrected. So me saying he should correct it isn't like a bash. But like now he's got six walks. That ne- The second game he came out and he actually did have better discipline. Because I think maybe someone was like, hey, the Astros didn't throw you a strike yeah. all, all game, game one. Verlander and the Believers. Miguel, they didn't throw you a ball in the zone because they knew you were going to swing. So the second game he came out, he was actually much more patient. He worked the walk, and then Gardner tied it up. It was better. He's young. He deserves to be on the team. Can I give you a low-key compliment? Yeah, go ahead. Andujar and Herman are very similar parallels. Very talented guy. You can see the, the talent coming out of them. It's kind of your argument about young hitters and young pitchers. Young hitters can come in and still kind of do their thing even though that usually their eye doesn't isn't there, that usually develops over time, and they kind of want to prove they can hit. You know, you always say you can hit your way off the island. Herman, it's kind of the opposite. There's some control issues when he gets into trouble, he finds himself in a tight spot, and that's that's kind of where we're at. But uh, kudos, kudos to Andor. He's he's fun to watch, man. And um, dude, <laughs> do we even talk Drury? Like, what what's going on there? Is he trade bait at this point? One of them is, and it, it'd be kind of sad to and take dude, Andy that, away that's from the, the thing team. Is they're talking about, and it, these the whole thing with these baby Yankees that makes it kind of cool and is definitely a thing is that these guys grew up playing together. Like Andujar is one of the boys. If they trade him, there's it's gonna be it's gonna be emotional. It would be way too much. Like if they trade Andujar. Be sad, I think. I think he's got a lot of friends. Yeah. And he actually does more for the team than Toe, who has more friends. Yeah. Um, my first award, and it's similar to yours uh, in, in person, it's the Where's Your Head At? Did I have the rhythm of that song right? Where's your head at? Where's your head at? Yeah. Flavor Torres. And it's not in a good award, but I'll give him half, wow. as, half as good because of the walk off. Dude, did those three errors? Mm. I was like, holy shit, did, did Glay get the yips? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? And people were like, Bird should have scooped that. Yeah, he should have. But also, Glaber shouldn't have spiked the ball from 10 feet away. I don't right. think Bird was really set up for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, the the throwdown, the stolen base, and Gary throwing it down, and, like, he just couldn't even get his glove on it. I'm glad he got that walk-off so that he could have a happy day. But – 
his head wasn't in that game. It was very like apparent. Like even Kay and Cone were like, yeah, he's elsewhere right now. Like he is frustrated. He, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'd like that to not happen anymore. And um, interesting enough, that's what A-Rod said he worked on with Didi. He said when, because remember how bad Didi was at like little things? Like yeah. He'd forget, he'd forget outs. He'd like throw the wrong base sometimes his first year. And A-Rod says that he worked with Didi at like, how you keep your mental clock about you during the game to like always be, it's probably just like some rhyme pattern. Like a Rod was probably out there like one out, one out, one, <laughs> there's one out, one out, one out, there's one, just like singing to himself. It's probably not that, but something of that, like where like, you know, just constantly reminding yourself, this is this, this is this staying in focus. So maybe it's only, it's one game. So I'm not making anything huge about it. But if he didn't hit that walk-off, it would have been a bit more alarming. It's like, whoa, Clay. Yeah. And he does make the nice plays, too, uh, over shoulder. Those errors yeah. were pretty bad. That game yeah. was like his glove was allergic. Wasn't good. Did you hear uh, – um, I'm putting you half on the spot right now. Did you hear the newest R2-C2 with Mark Cuban? That's not the newest, but I did hear that. Oh, the T.O. one. I did listen to that, too. What was I going to say? Oh, they Cuban talked about A-Rod because that's kind of a mutual thing between all of them. <laughs> Cuban was like, man, I was really impressed by him. But just the way you talk, you could hear Cuban giggling, like, like how he's a preparation freak, but it's almost like a deterrent because he like doesn't naturally believe in himself. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if something comes, like if something's not on schedule, A Rod's just out of sorts, which is just like kills me. It kills me that he's immensely talented and such hard worker. He just like doesn't trust himself. He's a weirdo. He's a fabulous weirdo. Fabulous weirdo. Good good autobiography title. What's your title again? Putting, putting from the rough. Putting from the rough. I haven't figured out my title yet. You get there. This book sucks. This book sucks. That's actually a book I'm working on. I'm 13 pages deep. Nice. I got to do that. I've been waiting for some... Uh... I'll, I'll finish it. Finish it. Your next award. Hurry up, punk. My next award... I'll... I was gonna cop out because we've talked a lot of things. No, how about how about the the what's going on award? And it, yeah. it goes to Giancarlo, man, because you're right. Like, dude, at the end of this series, he's two for seven RBI, walk, two eighty six, four forty four. But at the same time, you're just kind of like everyone in Yankee Nation's kind of hitting the point where it's like. What happens next? <laughs> does does this continue or is he just gonna go nut job for two weeks? Or like what like nobody it's it's a TV show where nobody knows like the next act. It's like does the well, president very, does the president get hijacked in this upcoming scene? It's like I have no idea. It's very weird. I wanna ask Marlins fans. I don't know any. Was this what he's like? Like is this like where the home runs just because he's on pace to hit 40 home runs yeah so is this what the in-between is like it's not terrible it's not terrible but he's like he's like beating out infield singles it's like like it it in no way feels like he is a superstar he almost changes the sport like his blue pits his choppers and the way he hits it almost looks like a completely different sport yeah, it's like, okay, baseball, 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 whatever the fuck Giancarlo's doing, baseball, baseball, baseball. The, o- the only thing that I have confirmation from Florida fans is, and this is slightly obnoxious, he, like last year when Judge and Gary used to look as bad as they did with that outside slider, he was the same. 
which I know isn't like a take or anything. A, a lot of guys in baseball now are bad with a hard low and away slider, but I don't if know. He, I, he's got to he, have a nut job month or something. He's got to have a nut job month. Otherwise, like, I don't know. I, I understand the casual fan being like, this is Giancarlo Stan. Like what? Cause he just doesn't feel like a superstar or like a big, like, it's just like, okay, another guy. If his, if his name wasn't Giancarlo Stan, if this was, you switched his numbers with, I don't know, anyone, like a Nate McClout. He'd be like, oh, okay, Nate McClout's playing. Nate McClout, huh, Jim? Just like, okay, he's playing. Yeah, we got this guy. He's, he's doing all right. I mean, he's he's a little under his career averages. His OPS isn't there on base slugging. But, yeah, what? you wonder if that's just a juicy month, if he has a 15-homer month. That puts him on pace, like you said, for like a 50-homer year. And we're somewhat still not satisfied. I don't know. I yeah, we'll see. He also he sat against Verlander, so he didn't have the full series. It it's gonna be interesting because A-Rod got the reputation of being a guy who hit, you know, killed bad pitchers and hit home runs when they didn't matter, blah, blah, blah. You wonder, you know, is Giancarlo gonna walk into one of those reps if he just destroys like the Orioles or something like that? We'll see. I mean, it's that's a, that's the part where this is kind of awkward. It's like you're not doing bad, G. We're just yeah. you were like the MVP of the National League. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's it'll it's coming. It's coming. All right. My next award is the um. Uh, yeah. Okay. You get another award. Cool. Okay. You don't like that name? Well, no. Just us like. Two and a half minutes ago, you were making fun of me for like stammering, and then you came out stammering and said, "Here's the another award award." So, yeah, okay. Here's another award. Yeah, sure. That's who gets it. Okay. Do you know who it is? Romine. No. Should be Judge. Judge. Yeah, he's good. He's <laughs> four hits, two runs, one home run. Like you said, a casual second deck home run. He had a good series, and it's just like. Good at good defense. This dude's good. Like, he's so good. So good at everything. He's an he's like a like a, an all around player. And it sounds obnoxious when you talk to other teams because he's really good. There's a lot of other really good players out there. Like I, just being honest, I wouldn't put him above Mike Trout. Um, you no, know, I, well, Mike Red, Trout has. Yeah, there's nice Jim. Um, you know the the Mookie bets. Judge argument happens a million times a day on Twitter. It's just one of those things that it's kind of funny because I I think they're very even baseball players. Mookie Betts is playing great right now. It's just funny because at the end of the day, it turns into like <laughs> you look at your fighter in the corner and you look at their fighter in the corner and you're like, my guy's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. my guy's literally a monster of a human. My guy is really good. They were saying what we were saying at spring training on the ESPN broadcast a little bit. I, I think it was Shiambi, and he was kind of being rude about it. He was like, Giancarlo Stanton's a big guy. Don't get me wrong, but if I was getting a bodyguard, I'm taking Judge <laughs> like 10 times over him. And it's like, yeah. Um, the, I, I'm scared I'm going to pronounce the first name. Running back for the Giants. Saquon? Saquon, is that how you say it? Yeah, throughout the first pitch. You should mention that. Yeah, crazy legs. He, he marveled about judging his size. Yeah, and he was like, "I've seen a lot of big guys play college football." He's like, "Judge is huge," and we did the same thing. Giancarlo is nowhere near as impressively big as Aaron Judge. If you didn't listen to us when we were doing spring training shows, we were like really shocked by yeah. it. 
three C's. Three. I don't think I watched a single Brett Gardner at bat at spring training because I was just looking at Aaron Judge beyond deck circle thinking that's a human being. There's a, there's one point I don't think we could actually see Gardner. Yeah, because Judge was blocking the whole deal. <laughs> yeah. Talks about a lot. Yeah. All right. I think that's the, the rest of the show. You gave away our big Ruko secret. We're going to talk to him. He'll be on the next pod. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to schedule that. I do know that the patrons will have access Ooh, to it first. Nice. Like maybe a day earlier because yeah. we're recording that tomorrow with Ryan yeah. and the next episode, it's a four game set versus Baltimore. So it drops Sunday. We're going to have four games to talk about. So maybe the interview is just like a separate thing that we drop mm, dropping something Friday and Saturdays. Not smart. Maybe I think Thursday. we just attach it to the end. We'll see. We'll see how we do it. But the patrons, patreon.com slash talking Yanks, those subscribers will have access to the Ryan Rucco uh, interview, a couple make might be a couple days before the regular podcast because it's going to be done Thursday night. The next podcast is Sunday. I like rewarding the people who are helping us out, and this is a great way to reward them. So they will have access to it first. That's about does it for this episode. Got, hey, hype hype the history pod. We just got a tweet about that getting some love. Yes, I want to. Uh, yeah, I might even sneak that into this feed and annoy you guys all with that just to make you listen to it. Wow. Jake and I started. Jake and I started a new podcast. So if you if you're like, hey, I really like talking Yanks. It's these two short guys, and they make jokes, and they're funny. Like you'd like it. Oh wait, you don't like the Yankees, so you yeah. would actually hate talking Yanks. But you want your friends uh, to listen to us. We uh, that's what I wanted. I wanted to have a podcast where you and I can do riff and rap. Right. And it doesn't have to be you don't have to be a Yankee fan to enjoy it. So we did a history podcast because I'm a history major, so I forced Jake to do this with me. I tell a history story, a crazy history story to Jake. He reacts to it. We make jokes about it. And uh, that is called Laughs from the Past. It just debuted. It's going to be on Tuesdays because no Talking Yanks will ever be posted on a Tuesday due to the way series always end on Sundays. So if you uh, are interested in more, go check that out. Laughs from the Past. We got three episodes up. It's funny, funny. It's cool stories. Yeah, funny stories. It's it's interesting history. History, not boring. I got some good ones. I think we're going to record maybe tomorrow after Rook's recording. You, t- you can tell all your coworkers and then talk about it and be like, "Yeah, that was that was crazy. They tried to kill that guy." Yeah. Did you know? Hey, you go up to your coworker after you listen to episode one. Hey, did you know that China killed all the sparrows and all the land in 1958? Don't give too much away. <laughs> all right thanks guys thanks for listening go yanks hey guys um in case you aren't aware the yankees are very good good team and winning a lot of games i had someone tell me you know it's just it just sucks because this team hasn't gotten going yet i said they have the second best record in all of baseball almost tied for the best they responded well that just shows how bad the whole league is this year and then i said no i think they're good and she said we have really high expectations in new york which is the least favorite thing I ever hear. My least favorite thing Yankee fans say, well, we have really high expectations. Like, shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. They're so good. Other They're cities just set the bar low. Yeah. That's what I tell. Like, I just hope the team friends. gets to the game. <laughs> Did they make it here? Right. Have they shown up? Okay. Oh, we got nine today? Awesome. Oh, play it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. Go Yankees.